0: Welcome to yet another episode of In the Clubhouse. This is episode 20. Woo! Uh, woo! uh, My name is Hayden Raymer. I'm joined, as always, by my lovely friend and co-host,
1: Jeremy Lapidus.
0: And, uh, yeah, today's se- t- September 28th. Words are hard sometimes. Gotta do my vocal exercises before the show. Gotta start doing that again. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Jeremy, how are you doing, man?
1: I am doing wonderfully. I'm uh, glad. Yeah. I'm excited. We've got a really good show for you today. Uh I have a lot to talk about. Yep. Nats are heading into their final uh series of the season. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, this is this is gonna be a big show. Show number twenty. Big show, big sh- show number big 20. number
0: twenty show. <laughs> that is zero. I guess that looks backwards for the camera. There we go. No, 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 you you got it right. We're good, we're good, we got it. Got it, I got, Okay. So twenty. <laughs> uh, talking sports. Uh, on Thursday night, football. Uh, vindicated. You know, for my trade that I made earlier this weekend, fantasy football.
1: I haven't looked at the game at all today. Actually. Okay. so it's
0: lions are doing pretty good. Uh. Anyways, let's talk about some Nationals baseball, shall we? uh yeah jeremy they have played i believe five games since you and i last talked
1: it's either five or six i, I remember in the who... middle
0: of six i think
1: so five mm-hmm. and a
0: half uh or i think the braves game happened and we just didn't talk about it uh but the Braves <laughs> series didn't go too well uh jackson rutledge pulled away of the w uh that was pretty cool. got to win. I think you wrote that, about that... that, didn't you?
1: Might have. no, I didn't actually. You didn't? I didn't. Oh. Rich wrote I, about I it. I didn't. I was in Canada.
0: You were in Canada. That's right. That's why we didn't yeah. do a show on Sunday in case people were curious. True. Uh anyways, uh yeah, it didn't go well. Uh that's did you know get win that one game against the uh against the Braves. Uh and then they got swept. You know, I wouldn't even. I guess they got brushed. Is that what we're gonna call <laughs> a two-game, a two-game sweep? Uh, because they got brushed. Uh, they they lost the two-game series against the Orioles, who uh tonight clinched uh the AL East title. So you know, good for them. Snaps for them. For them. some would say. Uh, yeah, you faced like the two best second-half starters in baseball. Uh. I, I, there's not a whole lot to take away from there honestly
1: you know what the, the Nats against the Orioles I think they played really solid like maybe not in that second game not but in that, that first game,
0: game yeah definitely not the, that first game definitely not the
1: second game first game to have it obviously you want to, you want them to put up runs but one really well. yeah that was that was a really really well pitched game by the Nationals yeah um i was very impressed by them so yeah second game not so much but still it wasn't it wasn't bad luis garcia was hidden
0: yeah no i mean it was there were players who had success but overall like i just i think the series you're playing against one of the best teams in baseball this year like it's not like oh you know they're, you know, they're the worst team ever. Nats, they're going to be last place for the next 20 years, you know, but if they don't do well, I, I, they don't do well, you know, it's not like they're not expected to win those games <laughs> remotely. Uh, so but if they won, we'd be like, oh, wow, like, great. Uh, but they didn't really play that well. Like they had a couple, they had a couple of good innings offensively in game two, but just a couple. The others, it was pretty much all three up, three down, you know, like and that's, I feel like a lot of game two is or game one as well. Uh, both games that series. It just wasn't consistent offense or any offense, really, because they scored one run <laughs> in two games. So, I don't know. Like I said, I just, I don't really take a lot away from these games. Just Gray, shoved, happy for him. Uh, get that ERA sub three, or sub four, I mean uh sub 3 would be pretty awesome but sub 4 is also pretty be really awesome. cool <laughs> uh he i mean he's had a great year uh i'm trying to think i talked to, i've talked a lot of, about it a lot in uh the morning briefing lately uh but he's had a really good year uh i'm just trying to see what his final f4 was uh on the year just because i don't remember 1.6 still so you know still made a plus 2.3 went positive 2.3 war compared to last year like gained that much more like that's a pretty good season
1: very this like, is a very big improvement he
0: was like a v- solidly below replacement level starting pitcher last year and now he's solid like he's i mean it's nothing great but like it's major league innings that he's throwing you know it's not like it's below replacement level uh so now he just needs to take that next step forward again this off because I mean this guy didn't start pitching until well consistently until his junior year, like so 2018 five years ago, like he has not been pitching for very long. I think he's gonna have a great career ahead of him personally.
1: You no, know, he's gonna be really good, especially with this jump we see. I know last year wasn't his rookie year, but kind of was. Uh, yeah a huge jump, huge improvements, and he's on track to keep improving, and that's really all that matters, especially the way the team is this year.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, this wasn't going to be the year where they win, you know, seven or 80 games. So, you know, you're not going to see that big leap. Now, next year is kind of that prove-it year for everybody, though. It's kind of the downside. So, you know, if you're not ready next year then like your time's up. Right. Uh do you, I mean there's
1: a quick rebuild.
0: Yeah no it was really quick. I mean that's what happens when you trade away a generational superstar and some really <laughs> good, you know, hall of very good and Hall of Famers uh as well, you know? It so be a little bit quicker than most. Uh, I don't know. Did you have any other takeaways from these five, slash six set of games?
1: Um, Jackson Rutledge has shown a lot of improvement. I know you kind of touched on it. He got his first career win. Mm-hmm. I know wins aren't really a pitcher stat, but uh, so get the first one's cool. No.
0: The milestone cool. ones are cool. You know.
1: Uh. He... He's shown, he's improved every single game, you know? Mm -hmm. And this was his first, like, really, really good opponent. Nothing against the Pirates or the White Sox, but they're not the Braves, you know? No, I mean, the Braves are, Uh, yeah. The Braves are a 100-win team, and those guys are 65, 75-win teams. Uh, It's a huge difference. And the way that he looked in that win just is so impressive to me. I'm very impressed by the way that he's developed in just three starts, you know? Mm hmm Really is like night and day from start one to start three.
0: Yeah, no, I haven't really dived into his numbers from that last start yet, but he's got Major League stuff. There's not a question about it. The challenge for him is going to be consistently finding the zone and then just... The front office kind of figuring out what's the best way to sequence and the best way to kind of use these pitches to get outs. And you know, once those two things happen, he's going to be awesome and he's going to be, you know, super, super fun to watch. You know,
1: yeah, absolutely. No, uh, I'm very excited for him to have a full season next year. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. Now, Jeremy. Would you rather talk about our little question for this week, or do you want to talk about?
1: The, you you things? are the host, my friend. I'm the host. <laughs> well, I'm
0: asking what you would prefer. I mean, I guess we can talk about the question. The question, which you know, you can also answer. Uh, you know, on our website, thenatsreport.com. Uh, there should be a discussion thread up there. Not right now if you're watching this live, but if you're watching it any other way, it is up there. Uh. But yeah,
1: no. Uh who is Kyber Ruiz's backup catcher next year? Who is his catcher? Who is his who's his backup catcher next yeah. year? Uh obviously this is a question uh about between Drew Drew Milas and uh Austin uh, not Austin yeah, Austin Riley. Austin Riley is <laughs> oh, the <that's laughs> third different baseman. Guy. Riley Adams it's the third baseman on the Braves. Riley yeah, Adams. Riley that's Adams yeah. Riley Adams uh now we've seen milas in just a couple games uh this season 10 um 10 in games this season uh but i've been i've been impressed by him uh i know that adams has been like really sneaky solid for the Nats. but with the way that the Nats are heading i know adams isn't old by any stretch of the, by any stretch of the imagination but yeah. I think they're going younger, and Milos is a little younger. He's also, we talk about the catchers, the, the defensive metrics on the catchers Yep. Uh, for the Nets. And I don't have the defensive metrics pulled up in front of me. But just from the eye test, he seems to have a little more zip on the ball than those guys.
0: He is of, because I mean, one guy we also haven't talked about, uh, Israel Pineda. Uh Milas is by far the best defensive catcher.
1: So I think that's going to be the the main determining factor there because we've talked about it a whole bunch of times on this show how bad the, the Nats catchers are defensively. Yeah. Um I think that's a huge a huge thing to have uh defense back there. So I think he gets that nod.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of comes down to like a question of who do you want you know what kind of what do you look for in a backup catcher uh because you know riley adams is probably the biggest power threat of a catcher that the nationals are, are rostering or you know have in their farm system uh just looking at you know the hard hit rate he's got the second highest hard hit rate among any nationals hitter with a hundred plate appearances. So you know, pretty big sample size and he's hitting the ball harder than everybody else. Uh or do you want the guy who might not quite hit as well, but is gonna be that really good defensive option. And so it right. you know, comes down to what do you value uh as your backup. I mean personally speaking I all the way, you know, I, I want that defensive guy to kind of counteract, you know, to act each other's foils of one another, uh, rather than kind of having guys with very similar tool sets.
1: Because we, I know you've talked about it, how you want Kybert to DH a little more mm-hmm. and catch a little less. Yep. And if you can get a guy with his defensive skills behind the plate on his off days and still get him in the lineup... That's huge, Um, because that really complements each other, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, that and we've seen, I mean, Milos is not Austin Hedges, but we can see how terrible you can be offensively if you're really good defensively. Uh, He's a little bit less on each extreme, uh, Milos is, but, you know, you can be really valuable as a catcher and be a really good backup if you just remotely hit and you can play good defense.
1: So, I think he gets the job. often against Riley Adams, I mm. I like uh I like Riley Adams a lot, but yeah. I just not not quite it doesn't doesn't quite fit the the team right now the way it is.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, w- I would tend to agree. Uh, that's kind of why improving his versatility was super important. And, you know, I'm a little disappointed we haven't seen him at first base or didn't see him at first base now that the season's over uh, at all this year. Just because having that versatility is huge uh, for a player like him who's kind of on the bubble for the future plans. Uh, but he's really good, so, you know, I'm sure he'll find a major league career if not here somewhere else.
1: Now, I know I texted you about this, uh-huh. and I know you gave me a very definitive no. But is there any shot that the Nats roster three catchers next season? I know it doesn't happen all that often, but I've seen it once or twice. And I know Riley Adams is a guy with, you know, he's a nice bench bat to have. Mm -hmm. You know, so is there a shot that he still makes a, a roster with the Nationals?
0: I mean... There is a possibility all three of these guys are on the 40 or not on the 40 man on the 26 man roster come opening day next year. Uh as them being three catchers for the entire year, I don't think so. You know, having, you know, serving primarily as catchers. I think the most likely outcome where we see all of them on the major league roster for extended amounts of time next year is if Riley Adams becomes almost the emergency catcher. Uh and he makes a move to first base.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I wouldn't mind the Nationals moving him to first base and kinda of figuring out what he looks like there. But I also don't think he's the only national who is gonna have to make a move to first base in order to get playing time next year. And I also wouldn't entirely be shocked if the Nationals non tendered Dominic Smith and went and got a you know, a free agent first baseman, like Reese Hoskins. Uh so I think the likelihood that they're all on that major league roster is slim to none.
1: Alright. Yeah. No, I it's I know it's a rarity, but these are nice guys to have in your roster, on your bench at least. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah no, for sure. Uh, I mean I see where you're going, but pe- teams do carry three catchers, uh you know, for, you know stretches of time. But you don't see three catchers on a major league roster for an entire year. Uh, that's just, a, you're a little lo- lo- too locked in into uh, not having flexibility. And the biggest thing we're seeing is how much roster flexibility matters. Uh, and that's like the biggest change we're seeing in baseball over the past two, three, four years. Uh are a guy who can kind of play anywhere. That's why, I mean, why we're seeing Ildemar Vargas, you know little segue, uh, getting, a, a contract to avoid arbitration, uh, you know, having that versatility where you can kind of play in a couple different spots is huge, uh, for major league clubs. Now, I mean, I don't know if you have any thoughts about the Vargas coming to terms to avoid arbitration.
1: Uh, How old is he? He's like, what, 34? Something like that?
0: Uh, I'm pulling up right now. Uh, um, 32. Why are you
1: looking at that? 32? What was it, a like one-year deal, two-year deal?
0: It's going to be a one-year. So he's still in arbitration. So essentially, he never got enough big league service time before he came to the Nationals oh. in order to reach what is that six-year threshold where teams just no longer have any like automatic team control, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, he is entering the fourth year, or his fifth year of service time. Next year, so then after that, so he'll still be under team control through the 2025 season. Uh, this um, is just... No, I I like. Well, no, 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 you can give your thoughts. I just had like one little.
1: Yeah. I uh, I'm a fan of Vargas. Yeah. Uh, he's been a really nice surprise this season. Um, he's been, you know. Like you said, you can play him anywhere. He's played third, he's played second. I think he's even played a little outfield, I think. Uh,
0: I don't know if he Um, has this year, but he has in years past.
1: uh, And, you know, I think he can play shortstop too. He hasn't done it this season.
0: Uh, Yes, he has. He has? He He covers on CJ's off days, usually.
1: Mm. But a guy that can play around the horn and... It's it's very nice, and he's he's got some nice production at the plate too. Um, I don't know if this is a career year for him.
0: It's up there. Uh, he it's above his career average, or his career numbers.
1: He's been re- he's been really solid. I know that the batting average isn't like near three hundred, but he's I, I'm a fan of him. I I think he's a nice little piece to have on the roster there. Mm-hmm. Uh especially the way he's been playing this season.
0: Yeah, so I've pulled no, it up. I'm... He's played 5 positions this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he's played second, third, short, left field and he played recorded two or he didn't personally record two outs, but two outs were recorded while he was in right field. <laughs> uh, so you know, technically has a game in right field. Uh but yeah, no, I I think it's just timing is a little weird on a move like this. You know, you typically see these moves in the off season, uh, before, uh, the deadline, the non tender deadline, uh, which is usually about two weeks after the season ends, uh, with, like after the World Series. Uh, so to do that before the season, when it's not a multi year deal, it's just very weird. I don't know. Uh, but I think if you're Jake Alou, you hate to see this, uh, because you know, we talk about versatility, the Nationals are going to have to make some very big decisions, and I think if you're going to go and potentially sign a free agent first baseman, you can't roster both Vargas and Alou next year.
1: Right. Uh, I don't know. I I like Alou, but I don't know. I think those two you're right, those are very similar. I don't think Aluke is has the quite the same versatility on the infield that Vargas does.
0: I think he does. I think Vargas is just a better defender in the infield. But Alu's a better defender in the outfield, if that makes sense.
1: Nats aren't short on outfielders. And no, I think that's not. where this decision kind of Yeah settled in. Uh Nats are much much tighter on infielders than they are on outfielders. They got a lot of outfield prospects coming up.
0: I think two of them are on the opening day roster.
1: Yeah. So if it really, if that if that's what the final decision was based on, I don't mind. Uh, roster construction. It's important, you know. Yeah. No, I didn't even think about that. We'll get Stone Garrett back too. Uh, which is kind of the role that first baseman Stone Garrett.
0: Yeah, I'm a... Because, I mean, drawing up... Uh, Jeremy, I've been uh, working on an article, uh, huh. and a lot of it revolves around what do we do this off season and what is this 2024 opening day roster looking like? Uh-huh. I would... I think moving Stone Garrett to first base would probably be one of the greatest decisions this Nationals front office could make. (laughs) Uh, Why is that? uh, Like I hinted a couple minutes ago, uh, I think James Wood and Dylan Cruz are both making in the opening day roster. I think if you don't have them on the opening day roster, you're making a terrible decision.
1: Then you've got Lane Thomas and Jacob Young up too.
0: Yep, and then you have Stone Garrett. That's five outfielders. There's only three outfield spots. And DH, like, then you're subjecting Jacob Young to just eternal bench riding, which I don't think he necessarily needs. You know, I mean... If you're going to have
1: Jacob Young rostered, he needs to be out on the field.
0: Not every day.
1: Not every day, I think his
0: playing time gets significantly diminished, but I think he's more than a fourth outfielder.
1: He doesn't provide enough juice with the bat on its own. No, 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 I... only be a DH type guy. I don't think he's a I'm DH.
0: Saying. No, no, no. What I think is going to happen is I think Lane Thomas is your right fielder. James Wood and Dylan Cruz are mixed matching in center left most days. And then Jacob Young then rotates. You push one of those guys to DH for the day and the Nationals don't have a true set and stone DH next year. Right. And it's very much, they're about like this is gonna be very, you know, annoying for Davy, but you're gonna have to rotate like seven players into a DH spot every single day. Like, somebody's gonna be playing DH every single day.
1: That's fine. No, that's no, fine.
0: It's... it's just it's you know, but I think you can have a consistent lineup day in and day out, especially, you know, Jacob Young can probably get played two probably two, three days a week. But I, I would be shocked if he was playing more than that. Uh and then if you're curious to why I think the two top prospects are going to be in there. Sorry, you're going to have to wait for the article. But I think it's an incredibly dumb baseball decision to not have them on the opening
1: day roster. All right. Um, But no, the Nats have a lot of questions and we will go over that in our end of season show next time. Sunday night. Sunday. Yeah. Because that'll be when the season's over. Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh,
0: Jeremy, I'm a little disappointed we couldn't, uh I forgot to mention this, we couldn't uh do a show on Sunday, because then we couldn't use the word penultimate in the show, and that's the whole reason why <laughs> I got into journalism, is so I can use that word all the time, alright, like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's, we're heading into the final, uh, series of the year the nationals are taking on the braves uh trevor williams uh is facing alan winens uh who we saw last time around uh then jonah doan is taking on spencer Strider, and then jackson rutledge is taking on bryce elder a very fun three game set jeremy now for the ever elusive question Do the nationals get that ever elusive game 70 win yes they do what what's what game? Are you predicting? I don't know why. Why? Don't know, uh, uh, it's
1: gonna be game one. It's gonna be uh, game one. You know what? Actually, it might not be game one. It might be game two.
0: Why? Spencer Strider getting scratched?
1: Uh, the Braves have already clinched the one seed, haven't they? Didn't they do that tonight?
0: Uh, the one seed? I don't know if they clinched that yet. Let me look.
1: I swear I saw something like that where they clinched. Yeah, something. They, they, they've essentially clinched. Think they clinched the best record in MLB. Yep. Yeah. Did that tonight. So, they're probably going to rest some guys.
0: No. Oh, yeah, those were all CBD. I True.
1: I don't know which who they're going to start, but I don't think they're starting Spencer Strider. No,
0: they're probably lined him, lining him up for. Well, they might, depending on.
1: Uh, they might start him to try get him. They might start him to try to get him to twenty wins, but I don't know. He's at nineteen right now. True. Um, that's another thing. I don't know what's. I don't know, but that I do believe the Nats will be able to take one of these games because mm-hmm. I think the Braves will rest their guys this series. Uh, get them right. Even for the, the guys who
0: have played every game otherwise.
1: Not all of them, but a couple of them. Maybe, maybe Acuna gets a day off after getting reached in seventy forty. Maybe, maybe Matt Olson gets a day off or two. I don't think Matt Olson has a
0: game off this year. I oh, no, wait, no, he's gotten one
1: off. Maybe, maybe Sean Murphy gets a day off. Maybe Austin Riley gets a day off. Yeah. I don't think that whole lineup plays. I think the Nats can absolutely take a game in this series. Yeah. Um, and this isn't based on anything advantage-wise. This is just based on I would rest my guys, not all of them at the same time, but I would give at least... I would give all of my guys at least one day off in this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the Nats can take a game because of that. Yeah.
0: No, I, I so, agree. You're making very good points, Jeremy. You're just absolutely spitting facts tonight.
1: Thank you. Thank you. thank No you.
0: problem, no problem. We need to give you a raise. Uh, <laughs> Alright, Jeremy. It is our final, final, final Nat to watch final, final. of the 2023 season. Can't even use penultimate for the, you know, last time. Come on. We're really, really <laughs> dropping the ball here, man. Uh, who is your Nat to watch uh, in this lovely three game series against the Braves?
1: My, uh, my Nat to watch in this lovely game series against the Braves. Would stop running around above my head. Uh, my pitcher. I want to see Kyle Finnegan close a game. Okay. I want to see him. I think he's. What's he at now? Like 26?
0: Oh, you really put me oh, on the spot there, man.
1: All right. I want to see him get another one. Uh, he right now is fifth all time, twenty-seven. Yeah, he. I want to. I want to see him. I want to see him. Uh, get a get a save this series. Mm. That's what I want to see. Uh, and what kind of person would I be, Hayden? What person would I be if I didn't pick Joey Manessis to be my batter to watch for the Nationals?
0: I forgot we're doing pitchers and batters. You really. It's been so uh, long on
1: this, on this, on this. Uh, this lovely final series. Yeah. Of the no. season.
0: Right? Get what, what kind of what
1: kind of person would I be? Yeah, a terrible happen. person.
0: <laughs> You'd be a hypocrite if you didn't pick him. And I'm glad you didn't uh pick my guy, CJ Abrams, uh two stolen bases away, <laughs> I believe, from winning the uh team record uh in stolen bases. You know? So uh go steal like four just to really cement yourself there. I mean a fifty s- steal season would be pretty awesome pretty
1: crazy oh wait no he's at (laughs)
0: 44 six you gotta steal six cj's i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i mean that'd be a lot of fun uh and then my pitcher to watch wow i don't i didn't have a pitcher man uh
1: honorable mention here jordan weems jordan weems let's get get a weems let's get a weems win
0: a weems win okay a weems Weems win jackson Rutledge uh throw five solid innings man uh yeah. <laughs> Just throw five innings. Get up to twenty. Get twenty innings under your belt. You know. Sir. It's a better number.
1: Yeah, it is it is a better number. Yeah. Um, remember, guys, you have to go to the dot com slash Hayden. You have yeah. to do it. You have to. You have to. It's you right up to. here, it's above our right heads. Above you above have to go heads. there. You'll if you use that link. Report dot com slash Hayden. Uh huh. What do you, you get? You get a thirty a thirty day free trial, Hayden. Thirty days. So that's wow. like a whole month. That is. Thirty day free trial to the uh-huh. Nats Report premium subscription. Uh huh. With that, you get full game notes for mm-hmm. the Nationals. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be good ones. You don't want to miss them. Mm-hmm. So I Nationals know what's minor happening. league team. Yeah. National for the for the minor leagues too. This is like the time to to read up on the Nationals minor leagues. So. When you go tell all your friends about stuff, about all these Nats that are coming up, and they're like, no, the Nats are going to suck next season, you can prove them all wrong. You mm-hmm. can say, but oh, look at this guy. This is, mm-hmm. this is, this is when you need it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You also get, for these last three games, game day discussion threads. Uh-huh. And the best part, if you decide that all this stuff is, absolute, is, is, uh, and, is worth it and you want to keep using the service, mm-hmm. you get a 50% discount every single month uh just by using the dot com slash Hayden uh, there's gonna be a lot of stuff coming out this off season it's gonna be a big off season It absolutely is worth uh checking it out and to get that thirty free day free trial it's free you know yeah. it's free you don't mm-hmm. even have to pay anything mm-hmm. check it out there's gonna be a lot of good stuff uh that's the dot com slash Hayden mm mm-hmm
0: check it out uh by the way it's when only have... applicable to a yearly subscription uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just want okay. to clarify
1: uh other big news this week hayden
0: oh wait wait wait, wait, wait. jeremy i'm not I'm done what? plugging the nats report you're not, you're not done no, we got we got to talk about the nats report big things are happening for the nats report this week uh We've got two new writers. Uh, very excited. You know, I've taken on more of a role. I'm now overseeing more of that stuff. You know, fun stuff. Fun, exciting times for the Nats Report. And, you know, we need you at the Nats Report. Uh, you know. Come right for us. You know, uh, DM me on Twitter uh, or Instagram okay. for some reason. Uh, or actually don't hit me up on Facebook. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, you know, come right for us. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, you know, because I'm talking about baseball with us. And, you know, you get to write about baseball, too. I mean, what's what's better than that, really? Uh, but, yeah, that's about all uh, that I had. Jeremy, what what other thing is big news this week?
1: Big news this week. Nationals legend, Sean Doolittle. Sean Doolittle. He retired on Friday. On Friday? this is true. Uh, he did retire? On Friday. <laughs> right after our show. Right after our show? didn't want to break the news with us. Uh, James. It's okay.
0: It's, sh- it's all right. Okay. Uh, no hard feelings, right. Sean. Just,
1: like, no. let no, me know no next time so I can break it. All right. <laughs> um, jokes aside, Sean Doolittle had an incredible career here with the Nationals. Uh, it's a shame the way it ended with all those injuries. We wish him the best in retirement. Obviously, World Series champion. Uh, two-time All-Star. He's going to get his jersey retired, probably. Probably. You don't think so?
0: I don't think he was here long enough.
1: All right, he was here for like five years, six years. I don't know. No, he wasn't. Know. It was All like right. three or four. Yeah, he was in here.
0: Like very impactful while he was here, but I, you know, that's like, if it didn't retire. Geo's number.
1: One season. Doolittle had like four. Okay. Anyway, uh, incredible person, leader. All the stuff he did for not just Washington, D.C. community, but when he was with the athletics, all the stuff he did over there. Yeah. Uh, great guy. Teammates loved him. I'll report, I haven't heard a single bad thing about this man ever. No. Not once. Um. So, we wish him the best in retirement, and, yeah. Yeah.
0: Congratulations no. on an incredible career. Yeah, no, absolutely congrats. Uh, enjoy retirement, man uh i don't know i don't uh, no, we don't have time for that never mind uh no there's just a whole other discussion i don't think you've seen the video so i don't want to like throw you in the- we'll talk about it next show that's what we'll do so you know tune in to know what <laughs> i'm talking about uh also yeah go back that's com slash hayden uh you know one month free subscription on a yearly subscription uh and it's you know if you get that it's Fifty percent cheaper than going monthly, so you know, saving money too. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff, a lot of fun content coming out this week and next uh, from both me and Jeremy and our other writers. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun this offseason. Uh, we're gonna, you know, accomplish some great things. Uh, you know, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening on YouTube and Apple and Spotify and Google and Substack. Now we're on Substack. Uh, you can just go on the NASPRPOR and you can just click the in the clubhouse tab and then you can listen to us. It's pretty crazy. wild stuff. Yeah. Uh
1: anyways. Other thing, if you write for us, you could join us on the show. True, and this talk is with true. Us. You can't talk it's true. with us. It doesn't just have to be us. You could join us. <laughs>
0: yeah, please. I am so sick of talking to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways, I will uh see you all on Sunday. Uh Jeremy.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye.